When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Both, uh, both currently still processing everything that happened last night for the college football playoff. We're going to be reacting to also running on fumes, the both of us. <laughs> pulling, the, pulling the producer shifts you a little bit more than me. Um, Sean, how are you feeling right now? Hey, man, that's a great question. Uh, I'm punchy. I'm pretty punchy. I yeah, predict I a crash. I, I think I told you I had four hours of juice at 11. We're, we're five hours from there. I'm predicting the big crash at about 515. And then if I can get two hours, rally a little bit, watch a movie, go back down, then that's a, that, that's a good uh, fixture. But I can't go down for more than two or else I'll sleep for 14. I hope you get called to do an emergency show uh, somewhere in the middle of that. that to our- <laughs> I'm joking. It's, That's I'm funny. Joking. Okay. Th- th- those jokes I'm are joking. funny to you. <laughs> okay, I'll th- get on this the hotline is, real quick. Th- this is this is for uh, producers and media folk um, in college football. This is probably the most hectic week and a half, I would say. So, I mean, whatever, oh, yeah. anything can happen. Anything's can happen. I'm expecting not to sleep much this entire week. I'm sure that you're in the same boat. Well, yeah, and also the holidays were dated Dude, so I'm all, poorly I'm, this year. That I've decided next year I'm not doing. I'm not doing anything for New Year's next year. I'm not doing it. Oh, that completely. I had New Year's actually. My New Year's was fine, but I felt like because I went somewhere and I went to Big Bear and I hung out with my friends, uh-huh. I, I feel like completely off balance. Like my week started way behind i'm already behind and i hate it what was new year's sunday night yeah now i i learn next year on a monday is gonna be effed yeah i don't know it's gonna be tough Uh, but looking around a a freaking mansion that i don't know one owner of and i I, i'm just sitting here it's 1 30 on a sunday like this this just should not be happening this can't be taking place in society i gotta i gotta go i gotta get out of here by the way when you called me i should have asked this you you called me on Sunday night on New Year's Eve. Uh, did you take a dump in any of those bathrooms? No, no, no. I what are you doing? I thought I had I, I chickened out. I, I I just did. It was it was a nice house. I chickened out. I was, so I was also talking to a girl that I'm hoping uh uh could follow up with a nice dinner. And I, I didn't want to run the risk of of I your, didn't know whose priorities are mixed. Your priorities no, 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 are mixed. Pri- what do you mean the priorities are t- mixed? That t- I didn't t- dump t- it up taking, in somebody's house. Taking a- Taking a dump at any other house house party doesn't matter. Doing it in a mansion at somebody's really nice house, you absolutely have to do that. Dude, That's I think like a requirement. It got the news got dropped on me that there were seven dudes renting this house. Massive, massive. I'm saying seven dudes renting this place. Like, I, 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 so it's a I'm dude's house too. Personal. Even more. You should have definitely took a dump if it was I a took dude's their, house. I, dude, I was uninvited. I was invited by guests of a guest, and then Ooh. so I took their. I, I had their drinks. Uh, I think I had, uh, I, oh, I cracked open one of their cases of bottled waters cause I definitely needed one. Uh, so I, I, de- I did not run roughshod, mm. but I made myself comfortable enough. All right. Well, not to go too far down the, the, the poop tangent. Um, 
Okay. Bet online. I have a fifty dollar to win two hundred seventy-five for the Huskies right now. That's still alive after I encountered that that random Husky when I was in Big Bear. The vibes are still immaculate right now. I'm feeling. I think that bet's going to hit. I placed that bet on Bet Online. So could you tell our listeners where they could maybe place a similar bet? Sure. I didn't know they had service in Big Bear. Did you go to Big Bear? Eat. It's only because I'm ice cold. It's only because I'm so cold and bad. Dude, I am. Hey, wouldn't it be weird if I didn't bad. explain where I went? Wouldn't it be really, really maybe weird if I was bit. like, I'm just, I'm yeah, just I know I went somewhere. Y'all. Where'd you go? Don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, no, I don't worry. You don't need to worry about where I went. That would be really I'm, weird. I'm just, I'm just busting your chops a little bit. I'm just busting your chops. Can I do that? Can I do that before no. I talk? I might have hit. I might have hit a bet this week. I don't know. I, I, I it's, it's, it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, but the NFL playoffs are coming up and we have the FCS championship and we have the FBS championship. We've got so much good quality football and you're like, how am I going to, how are you, how are you going to make it better? You know, the, you know, we got the commercials, we got the jerseys, we got the music, we got everything. How are you going to make it better? Throw some money on it. Dummy. What do you, what do you mean? You don't know. You don't know this, the little secret that if you put like $5 on a game that it's going to infinitely increase your experience, your viewing pleasure in case you hate losing money. Like I do. Regardless, head to bet online. Uh, it has all the sports wagering info available that you may need for both desktop and mobile access. Head there today to get into the action. Remember to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Uh, yeah, end of read. Is that the new tagline? Oh, I yeah. don't know. Cam sent me an empty email uh, uh, today wishing me a happy uh, new year. Uh, and then I'm like, all right, well, I guess I guess the read ain't attached here. So I'll go to the last one. No, there's a read attached to it. Maybe it's okay. Not. All right, all right, all right, all right. We know, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to take us down a, a, a managerial um, rabbit hole. We have the stage set for the 2024 national championship. Two teams, I would actually argue, pretty unexpected. Not the two teams that I think that most of us would have thought that we were going to get. We end up having the top two seeds. Everybody can't, coming into the into this weekend was saying. Texas and Alabama were going to get a rematch. The complete opposite happened. There were complete faltering points for both Alabama and Texas, and we're going to get into it. I want to start talking about the Rose Bowl here. Uh, just for me, the biggest takeaway from this is that the physicality that Michigan was able to play with was so important on both sides of the football, Sean. They established the line of scrimmage early running the ball and they were able to pick up those long rushing plays that rushing touchdown and overtime when it mattered most. But the other side of this through the way that they went after Jalen Milrow was nuts. And, and I said this, this is one of the things that I talked about a ton coming into that week or into this weekend was they got really athletic linebackers. If they utilize them the right way, they're going to hit home. He's going to make mistakes. He's not going to have a good day passing because he needs to be able to open things up as a runner before he can establish himself uh, truly as a passer. That didn't happen. And one of the biggest plays of the game was Jalen Milrow shitting his pants, panicking, missing a block, and running into the back of it was it was his right tackle, just running into one of his linemen. Mm -hmm. And the game ends in one of the most absurd possible endings. Well, I got a lot of thoughts on this Rose Bowl. Let's not forget J.J. McCarthy shitting his pants on the first play of the game, throwing a pick right to it, right to it. Oh, my God, I, dude. I, I thought the game I, was over. I, I, I completely so many, forgot that that yeah, happened. <laughs> there's so much to pull from this game that you forget Ugh. that J.J. McCarthy threw a dead chest 
strike down the pipe uh, interception right to Alabama on the first play of but offense. I, I, the absurdity of that, because that is a, I'm just trying to throw the ball away and you're dicking around so much and you're not ready for the moment so much that you th- almost throw a pick on that. Th- again, like you're saying, one of the you're most here insane like, plays Oh my ever. God, flashes the last year. Here comes the pick six. Uh, yeah. Michigan was impressive. I'll tell you who impressed me, Joe. Uh, linebacker Michael Barrett. He was all mm. over the place. The linebackers from Michigan, unsung heroes, uber talented, super fast thumpers. They're winners. Those linebackers are winners. I know they have a veteran team, and that defense was impressive. I'm also team, uh, 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 I hate the fourth quarter sunset for Rose Bowl. I am officially in that camp. I'm sick of the sunset. Move the games up. I'm sure you had a delightful evening with the times and when to watch the games, but you're an early, early to bed guy. I can't believe they're still doing this sunset bet fourth quarter games kicking off at five 30 on unbelievable distraction, unbelievable Rose bowl management. I'm sick of it. The underdog perception for Michigan was interesting as well. And I don't think it's because anybody thought Michigan was a bad team. It's the Saban factor that I narrowed in on where if you're betting or just trying to sound like you're educated, a good take is don't bet against Saban in the playoffs. Don't bet against Saban in the big game. Don't bet against Alabama in the big game. Like that's just that that's almost responsible conversation and dialogue about it. If you're a diehard, you've been watching the game all uh, the, the college football all year. Then you knew that this game was going to be a slop fest, heavyweight fight, a lot of running, a lot of hard tackling going to come down to a couple plays. So it be, it became a jump ball for those of us who knew what it was going to be. Uh, and those that didn't, I don't blame them because betting on Saban is never a bad plan. It just isn't right. So it was fair. Yeah, it's the I, easy, I thought, it's the easy, soft decision to do it. It is the easy, soft decision, but at times Saban makes you look like a, a, a fool. Uh, ask Georgia about it. I bet there were some I people mean, that followed Saban. I, don't know, I mean, whatever. Saban make me look stupid against Texas A&M, mm-hmm. uh, Tennessee, Old Miss. I, I picked them to lose in all of those games and LSU and LSU. He made me look stupid. And finally them, it comes crashing I picked down them to lose all the time this year. And it, you know what? They had a great year. Saban coached his ass off. We knew Milrow wasn't the guy. He's not the guy. He's a guy. He can run an offense decently well, but I, we're not looking at future first round draft pick Jalen Milrow. No, no. And I, the thing that I always feel like gets brought up with with Milrow that everyone's like, oh, Jalen Hurts. There's a lot of comparisons between him and Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts had way better instincts than Jalen Milrow does. Way, way better three. instincts. Yes. It doesn't. It, maybe would. the ball doesn't fly off of, of uh, uh, Hurts' hand like it does Milrow. But that doesn't mean anything. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't even think going. that there's there's much of a difference in even in ball velocity. Double, double I just, I, I'm not saying velocity, just a little zip. Yeah, but but the the thing that always bugged me, everyone's like, well, look at what Jalen Hurts did when he was what was he a redshirt freshman that one year? Uh-huh. He was he's a really cerebral player. Like he is just a guy that is in the moment and makes really good decisions. And while he wasn't clean and his final development didn't really come until he was at Oklahoma. The, there's a huge stark difference between him and Jalen Milrow. And look, it all came down to that. The, the problem is with Jalen Milrow is that when everything's ahead of schedule and everything's moving fluidly, yes, he's going to play a really good game. But when the snap's off, 
and the offensive line's getting bodied a little bit in the interior and all the, the mess that could have been happening the entire game, all of that comes down to that final play. I think that that final play call was disastrous. It was terrible. Oh, it was it terrible. Was unbelievable. I mean, it, it really was, it let was the way too complicated. know. It was, it, I mean, that Milrow just tanked the game with that whole, uh, uh, his, his new brand launch or whatever that was also right before the game took the complete focus off of it for the fan, the lank move. Uh, well, and that, that was, that's already been, the lank's already been a thing the whole year. I, well, I, I, I just got sharp to it. Uh, but also if we're, and this is reactionary, so I'm not trying to be a hating ass hater. But when I see people comparing Jalen Milrow to Jalen Hurts, I sit here. I just look. I just go. Uh, if I'm going to draw my eye test back a little bit, just draw it back a little bit less, a little less analytical, get it more broad. You could say that Jalen Hurts in college was a problem. He was a problem to face. Run the ball, throw the ball, command the offense. Milrow not a problem. He can run the ball. Maybe one every three throws is a good. There's a problem in Maybe. the opposite direction. He's yes, he's a di- different. It, it, it's it's Jalen hurts. You're buckling up, knowing that you got to face a dude. Milrow, you're like, when's he gonna do it to himself? And maybe that is hating ass hating. It's fine. They know that Alabama fans know they don't have their quarterback of the future. They know they got to go get somebody. They know that. Yeah, I, so I don't know. Gonna, I don't know. How, yeah. Uh, so it's all too reactionary if they're, if they're getting uptight about the loss. I, I don't know. It's really interesting to, to consider how they might handle that quarterback room because they, they probably should try to bring in some competition because like he was great in spots, but I really don't know if that's the full-time starter they're, They've got some young guys that are want Julian Sands coming in. They've got younger guys uh-huh. on the roster that might have some potential. So we'll have to see if Jalen Milrow is the starter next year. I think most people would say that he deserves every opportunity to start until he makes any mistakes. But I mean, we all remember back to, was it Kelly Bryant? Who was the, the Clemson quarterback who, who, who got beaten out by Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if something like that doesn't happen next year where he starts the season. And then maybe like a, a weak performance early on doesn't uh, end up getting him bumped. Sean, I want to talk about, yeah, I want to talk about the, before we flip to the sugar bowl, uh, college football manages to find ways to be so unbelievably unserious in one of the craziest days of the year in terms of competitive football. The fact that Chase Winovich, former Michigan football player, was in the stands with Connor Stallions is one of the most ridiculous things that could have possibly happened during the Rose Bowl. I think it's awesome. I, I think it's I think it's hilarious and perfectly fitting that he is at the game and somebody bought him tickets and brought him, which is clearly what happened. Um, very, very perfectly fitting. You think that he wasn't going to miss that? He he put his his career on the line in order to get Michigan to that point, and now here we are. He 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 got to watch it happen. He got to it watch was, it happen. It it was kind of based. You got to admit it's kind of based, no matter where you lie on it. Say I got caught, I got fired, I did this, I did that, I I was impersonating a CMU coach on the sideline, like I, all the antics in thirty for thirty. When we get in a couple of years, is going to be fantastic. Just to learn more, because it's just a story that leaves you wanting to know more. I need to know everything about Connor Stallions and everybody that he was involved with. I just need to know that. So seeing him show up for his guys in the semis, yeah, do it. Good. It was great. I mean, if you were him, would you ever move out of Ann Arbor? Would you ever leave Michigan? Well, yeah, but uh, no, I mean, I guess not. But beers are free for life, brother. These maniacs 
in maize are going to drink you out the rest of your life forever. The, there you can is there, repair, you can auto detail, you can hang drywall. But at the end of the day, when five o'clock rolls around, Bernie's going to be there at the end of the bar saying, Hey, you're that guy with the glasses, aren't you? Let me get you one. That's how it's going to go down. Enjoy it. There is a disturbing level of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, defensiveness by Michigan fans for him. So yeah, no, I mean, it definitely, definitely makes sense. Michigan moves on. Michigan moves on and they are going to be facing off against Washington. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. In, in the national championship, Washington blows their way past Texas. The, here's the craziest thing about this. I know that the score was close. Had they not muffed that one punt, it felt like that game was going to end up being a blowout. But, but, Washington manages to do the most Washington thing possible where they have the game in control and they can't just win it. You know, they can't just win the game, close the game out, the game is over. They had to pull easy. this shit. They had to pull this shit where they have to make us all uneasy <laughs> and extremely stressed out and freaking the hell out at the end of the game. Dude, I set up our the Rafino and Joe stream after the game. I had Washington wins the game. I have Washington in the in the cover image. I even tweeted out Washington's gonna win the national championship. That tweet had so many bookmarks on that final drive. And oh, I was, they were ready to uh, get your dude, ass. Oh, I was wedding. <laughs> it had to have been one of the most ridiculous endings to a football game. And again, it is fitting for what Washington has done all year long, where they have had luck on their side when it should not have been on their side. They've still found ways to win. Here's the fact of the matter, Joe. DeBoer is going to have to not go for it on fourth down eventually. Dylan Johnson injury, we'll, we'll take that into account. But in the championship, I got to see one punt. You can't just you can't just do it, man. You just can't. Because it, it's eventually everything regresses to the mean. And you're going to have to answer to why'd you go for it from your own 18 in the second quarter when Michigan was up, at, up seven. And that's a question that I think he's smart enough to not have to answer. I, 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 I think he's going to be aggressive and his aggressiveness is awesome. He might have the biggest balls in college football because he doesn't care about running out the clock. He's going to go score in five plays like he did all year. I like that. That's great. But we need to start executing some common sense or else you'll start getting the Mike McCarthy label. And if we're talking common sense, Texas might have had less of that. Texas might have had way less. They can't. Uh, Let's just do some quick math, Joe. You ready for that? Uh-huh. Okay. You were you were on special teams. You you snapped to a lot of punters. Yes, yes. You were spe- so you you were pretty inundated with punting, snapping, kicking, and even somewhat in the return game. Would you say it's easier or harder for someone to catch a punt or kickoff with one hand or two hands? 
Uh, it depends on how good their hands are. No, no, Joe. It's it, this is a binary. Yeah, question. yeah. Easier yeah. or harder? It, it's is he harder. the only guy on the team that can run a four-four? I doubt it. Well, I I don't think it was deliberate. I I really think that That's, it was. That would be even worse. I, I no, I think I, I think dummy snuck out there and <laughs> there the balls kicked and the special teams coordinator is like, hey, why is dipshit out there returning this kick? I. I be, because we look, we all know the skill position players that are like that, where they try to call their own shot and they're like, oh, I got this. I absolutely think that that was what would happen because there's a, there's no way a, a coach, a special teams coordinator deliberately made that decision. But I think it sums up this game perfectly where it felt like Texas was there. Texas showed up, they were they there were. and they, they played a strong game in parts where they needed to. But the, the, the execution on certain things just wasn't there. And it, I'm not saying that they made bad mistakes that, that cost them and there were costly penalties. That's not what I'm saying. It just felt like they were a little off. And it goes in line with like Quinn Ewers, the first drive, getting all those passes tipped. And then throughout the game, all those passes getting tipped. We've got the fumble that happens in the second half when they get the ball back that gives a ton of momentum to Washington. It just felt like if they were a little more mentally present and they executed a little bit better, the game might have gone differently. And it's summed up perfectly by this dumbass going out there to return a kick wearing a club on his hand. That I'm telling you right now, that was not deliberate. Unless they've got like their own Donnie out there who's who's lining everybody up and called him over. He, dude, on a day where every return man has the yips, you're sending out a guy with one hand? What are we doing, Texas? And yeah. I think Washington caught a lot of Texas fans by surprise. Their play in the trenches was stellar. Washington's offensive line, stellar. Their defensive line, very good. Texas's defensive line is I would I would wager the strongest front of their of their defense, the, the strongest unit, their D-line. And, yeah. and, and what they get? One sack? No sacks? Well, it's all their interior guys. That's what something that I felt was really mischaracterized coming into this game is that Texas's defensive line was so good. They've got a mammoth run-stopping defensive lineman that can't rush the passer and another good defensive tackle in Byron Murphy, they, they don't really have edge rushers. They don't really have elite-level edge rushers like all of these other teams that were still in the playoff do. And it showed up. They didn't have the guys that could go against those really good tackles that Washington had. What Texas did show, though, was they could, under Sark, recruit enough elite athletes to make it to this point. So Texas fans should have optimism about the future. You're saying, all right, we're moving to the SEC. That's some would call it a win. All right, cool. Uh, and then we made it to the CFP and, or yeah, this, we made it to the CFP and we held our own and we had a really good game. We were fighting. We were, we were really fighting and we looked at times like we really did belong. And I truly did believe that Texas belonged with the athletes that they had. So if they can continue this trend, tighten it up a little within the uh in between the two ears they could be a dangerous program i don't know if i'm willing to call them back yet because a back team makes the finals yeah that's gotta be fair because if we're really gonna go on this because i refuse to be a hack about this about acknowledging texas uh, uh, and, and they're uh, dude, the charity stripe was just pining on social media uh, i i refuse to be <laughs> I couldn't have been more happy I, I that they lost. 
I knew you saw it. Texas uh, fans don't help themselves either. They all let you, let make sure to let you know that they are Texas fans. To to the point that you're making though, I wouldn't characterize them as being back because one could argue if it wasn't for here's the craziest part. They don't get in without Alabama doing what they did. And Alabama arguably almost didn't feel like that they should have been there. Yeah. By the by the they way that they played. It. Both teams backdoored the three and four spot. And it all gets fixed next year. But the drama of all uh, of all this with the four teams was it was great theater and the games were fantastic theater yesterday. Mm. But there was always a sneaking suspicion like something's a, you, you were right. There was something off about the Texas uniforms, their body language. They looked a bit groggy. Like they, they just did not look like they were amped up, ready to go in this game. And I know they are. How could you not be? I know Xavier Worthy's just turned the hell up. I know Ewers is ready, locked and loaded. He had one of my favorite celebrations. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't think. I don't think he was locked and loaded. At I least, didn't think any of them were locked, locked and loaded. He he felt up. the most They're, off. He everybody's felt the most body off. language was off for Texas. They all felt off to me. The production crew at ESPN was also off. We have to oh, touch yeah. on this really quickly. The I, I I just can't believe that whoever was in charge of saying, hey, let's cut to a shot, a live shot going down Bourbon Street, that should have been a pre-taped shot from the night before. That there, that was one of the... Most of the time, those are pre-shot. Th- those are, are things that you collect before yeah. the game, the night before or the day of, in order to have filler bumpers. But to cut to that, I, I can't believe that decision that we saw some woman flash her tits out during that game because of... Uh, the the lack of foresight by the production team that that's insane. It is insane. I will say I didn't mind it. I didn't mind America getting a little bit of let's start the new year off with with some boobage. I didn't mind it uh, personally. That's just where I stand. You're an idiot. I, I, I that's just well, my thoughts on it. Now I can but, speak on the production crew. But by the way, we're off to a ridiculous start. We're two days in it's and we're going to talk about some, we're, we're, we're going to have something else to, to talk about. 2023 and 2022 did not start this way. 2020 started this way. It felt yeah. like 2020 started this chaotically, uh, which is a little concerning that we're already on that trajectory. And if, uh, if not, we might've already surpassed that trajectory that we're two days in. And this is the level of shit that we've got going on. I mean, it's, it's nuts. I mean, we're not even going to talk about the Whitlock thing. And right. That is, and that's, how is that not, that's topic one a, like, like I, I mean, that is just, you can't get better than that. And it's he keeps backtracking and posting, he keeps, backtracking. <laughs> he keeps backtracking and posting hornier and hornier things that he's getting ads for. And he's like, Hey, why am I getting ads for this? And it's like, I don't know, Jason Whitlock, why are you getting ads for things that recommend things that you already previously looked at? I don't get ads for things that I don't already have opened and looked at on most yeah. websites. Yeah, man. If I'm looking at hats and I'm looking to buy a hat, my whole feed is going to be hats. Shoes. If I'm looking for shoes, it's all going to be shoes. All right. And maybe he's doing some research on whatever his discussion points are. Everyone's got their methods in the research. And I think one thing you can't take away from Whitlock is he does research. And when he's making a point, it can at times be well articulated. This is what it's it's dude. Don't advertise this. This is not the no. shot. To, you are fighting a young man's game here with the digital and all and the cash and a uh, cachet and all your cookies and your bookmark. You're fighting a, a this is not you gotta just disappear for a little bit. <laughs> um it's not built for uh, it. I, I want to get to this before we wrap up. 
the other thing I referenced really quickly to the in, insanity that we're already off to with 2024. We both quote tweeted it. There's a picture of Feinbaum wearing his ear pod while on first take upside down. It is upside down, but tucked into his ear because his ears are so big. It's inside his ear. I've never seen. I've seen the upside down thing and I've seen people look stupid doing that. But how he managed to shove that thing into the crevice of his ear is one of the most unbelievable things that I've ever seen. It's a masterclass. I was watching first take earlier and they were saying to him like, Oh, uh, we appreciate you coming on, you know, after flying home the whole night, not having any sleep, which like I get, we're both running on fumes. I feel like most people that are, are working right now are running on fumes. It is what it is. I, I, I have to know though, if, is that his normal? Does he do that normally? Was he like, Hey, I don't want this thing sticking out. I'm going to shove this into the into the space of my ear. I, I'm just dumbfounded by it. Are you going to provide I'm, a demonstration? I'm going to test this out real quick. Your ears aren't big enough, brother. The, look, these you honkers you, aren't big Just, all right. I, nah, regular goes in regular. Bottom like this, right? Okay. Now let's try flipping it up and in there. Yeah, your ears aren't big enough. Hold you ain't on, got that in your bag. You, like, connected. you ain't got that in your bag, dude. Hold on. If I can get this around this corner here. Uh, sorry for the audio meet. It's not terrible. It's not great, and maybe the the no. Nah, you'll ne- you'll never the, have that the, kind of you'll never have that kind of juice that Feinbaum has been. I still got the Gen ones, uh, which is I know, but um, no, he maybe, had the long ones. He had the original ones. No, Those aren't they new had ones. A cover on them. They had like a rubber one of the rubber stoppers on it. So I think it was the Gen twos, which have which have a shorter stem. And no, uh, dude, I'm telling you, look at the stopper. I think they're the Gen 2s. Come on now. You know, fine. Mom's got to. Maybe they're not. No, I think those are the long. I think he's just got some massive elephant ears. What is that? That's his left ear. It's in upside down. If it was in upside down, you would see this little black line this way vertically. Joe, Joseph, look at my screen. You would see this little black line there vertically if they, they were the Gen 1s. That's a, a horizontal black line. They're at least the Gen 2s. He's wearing them upside down in, ear, in his ears like a madman, like what your grandpa would do. And it's just the best. You just you can't tell me that college football isn't the greatest sport because you have Paul Feinbaum, noted uh. author, super respected, covers the most important conference all his life, I- I- legend. And he's doing something like this that lets you know that the old guard is forever going to be better than the new guard. The Francesa clips are always going to be better. Feinbaum doing pulling something like this, untouchable, because you can't Unbelievable. recreate a character like this. That just walking around day-to-day life, knowing everything about college football, the history, his Rolodex. I, I mean, and he's wearing his AirPods upside down. Who it's made so that stupid call? because if it was him everything all the i papers, think the guy was just tired he shoved him in and he hopped on first take i think that that's what it was joseph I, we're both produce both producers we both have worked with yeah, if it's a remote shot though if it's a remote shot though i've never had ross who wears airpods during the show just flip one in upside down ever because he's 30 because he's in his 30s <laughs> It's not Why 60. does Paul Feinbaum get an excuse? 
he was wearing headphones because he's pawn he's all of us bomb. That's, he was that's wearing why. headphones before all of us were born. He's right? never had AirPods before until now. Why would he wear them like that? All Where's right, this is a meaningless debate. <laughs> Feinbaum rules. I I love Feinbaum for this. It just stock couldn't be higher. It's good enough to wrap us up on, folks. We'll be back uh, previewing the national championship. We also have to do our FCS show, so make sure you don't miss on, out on that. At Joe DeLeon, at Sanderson Radio. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.